When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Every Pokemon episode ever podcast is now on YouTube. Go on YouTube and search every Pokemon episode ever podcast and click that subscribe button to never miss an episode. Welcome back, everybody, to another fantastic episode of the Every Pokemon Episode Ever podcast. This is episode 77, everybody, and I am one of your hosts this week, Wrestling Chris G, and on the other line with me this week is my round one buddy, it's good old Dougie Fresh. Dougie, my man, how you doing? So does that mean you're going to have a different co-host every round i mean i'm fine with that i just this wasn't this wasn't run by me and I'm like, it's, it's, that's fine I just... <laughs> well we do well technically so far we we do have a a special guest um for almost for three of these episodes so far and hopefully as long as i lock things down we'll have some more but um coming back to the show as i as i um spoke last week is good old carl Dutton, Carl, how are you doing? I'm not bad at all. Continuing to uh, plug along in the world that we live in, continue to provide entertainment uh, as you guys are. It's a, <laughs> it's a world where people need things to listen to at home these days. So. Yes, we really do. How how is everything out there, by the way? Because I I haven't been keeping up with anything outside of really the. Oh, it's the same as you guys. It's uh, a case <laughs> of. Um, you know, everybody getting boosted and stopping this new variant that is uh, sounds like a transformer, the Omicron. <laughs> um, um, yeah, that uh, is like more transmittable, but uh, is makes it so that most people get less sick. And yeah, it's just dealing with all that and everybody saying we're going to go back into lockdown, which hopefully doesn't happen again. But, you know, I've, I, as my day job, work retail, so I have just worked for the entire thing anyway, so it makes very little difference to my life other than the fact I have to wear a mask when I go onto the shop floor. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, like, <laughs> um, it's funny because um, me, me and my family, like, we're very careful with what we do and, like, the people that we interact with. And um, a couple weeks ago on the show, I had told everybody um, on the Christmas holiday, me and my my whole family we we got sick and we caught the omicron um variant of covid and it was it it sucked cuz we i i caught i caught mine and i started coming down with symptoms the day before christmas on christmas eve that is when nice. i got sick yes so the perfect timing right so yeah, see, mine and my family have not had it. Um, I know distant relatives or step relatives who've had it, but not me and my close family touch would have had it yet. And uh, we've been able to just have Christmas as normal. And I'm still planning my birthday party as normal in a couple of weeks. So, oh, um, you know, happy happy early happy. birthday! Oh, thank you very much. You're welcome. So, um, 
<clears throat> and so to let our audience know, um, people that have not, um, or that did not listen to um, previous episodes and that are new to you and shame on you guys for not yeah, listening. Yeah, shame on them, really. <laughs> for, for not listening to any of those. But um, but um, kind, kind, kind of tell tell uh, uh, um, our fine folks uh, just a little bit. You don't have to go in full detail. If they want to, they can listen to the Kangas Kong episode. But what have you been up to um, lately, Carl? And, and what, what new things do you have in the works? Just continuing to uh, get things out there. I do uh, the Scyther podcast audio dramas, which are a collection of fan audio dramas, which um, are based on uh, properties that if I made money off them would get me completely sued and taken off the air. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I, as I say, I need to get back to doing original stuff. But for now, uh, the X-Men series and the Power Rangers series are the really popular ones. Uh, the Power Rangers series keeps going out, you know, every month, every couple of months. There's a new episode out there. We're getting towards the end of season two now. We've kind of wrapped up a, a current big story arc we were doing where we're adapting stuff from, you know, season two, season three, some stuff from the comics with Lord Draken coming into it. And uh, it's been a lot of fun uh, doing that. And on top of that, we're uh, getting the new X-Men episodes out there finally. It's been, you know, since May since I put one up. But the X-Men continues to be super popular because it's X-Men, um, especially since our last episode was Rogue, uh, who was a very popular character. Yes. And uh, we've got to that point with X-Men now where we're doing, like, the series. Like, our last three episodes were Days of Future Past, God Loves Man Kills, Rogue's Origin Story, and now we're doing the Wolverine miniseries from the 80s with Frank Miller. Uh, which is where he fights the hand in Japan and the Silver Samurai and all that stuff. So it's all very iconic stuff right now. Um, thank God I've got a, a new guy, Rick, who helps me with the writing. <laughs> sometimes I feel like I can't change Claremont stuff because I'm like, oh, it's it's too good. Whereas back in the day when I was doing the first season, I was like, oh my God, Stanley, what were you thinking? But it was the 60s. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well. Thank you, and honestly, and, and and as a personal fan of yours, I'm 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 excited to hear those. So, uh, do you, yeah, do you... it's a lot of work. It's a lot of fun. Um, as you guys probably know, being content creators, you put on, you know hours and hours of work into something. You put it up, and everybody goes, "When's the next one? When's the next one?" I'm like, "Listen to this one." <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, and X Men has become kind of like the prestige graphic novel of our thing like because most of the voice actors in it are like working professional voice actors and they're you know they're not schedules aren't as free as they used to be and i dedicate a lot of my time to the power ranger series because i want to make that one more consistent because it's more kind of episodic or serialized x-men's become kind of where it's only out every few months but when we put one out it is like a longer episode that takes more time and it's it's almost like having a movie as opposed to a, a series at this point Yes, and I do love your X Men, and I, 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 Power Rangers is is close to my heart, so I'm just gonna throw that throw that one out there. Like I, I, I love Power Rangers, and I love I love the voice actors that you have on there. So keep up keep up the good work, and I can't wait to hear what else you have in in store for us with the Power Rangers and people that are listening to this podcast. This we actually just recorded this a couple weeks ago, so you can go on over. I will have the link for um, his podcast in our description, and you, all of you fans can go on over there if you're already not fans and click and give him a listen. So you may, you may listen out. You may hear some familiar voices on there. These guys did send in um, some sporting roles on one episode 
um, a few months back. The only reason I didn't use it was just because uh, the audio quality and there was a couple of actors who just a little bit better on the on the lines. But I'm happy to put anybody in there, and you don't know who might turn up. All right. Well, I mean that's fair enough. I mean we're we're just a couple of schmucks with a couple <laughs> microphones. These people, you know. Oh no, it, it was it was good. It was just um, in places it sounded like you guys were on the phone to each other. And I, as I commented when we got on this um, this thing, now you guys sound a lot better this time. So you can tell you, I can tell that this time it would be you know much uh, higher quality. Yes, it's almost like we're figuring out what we're actually trying to do here. It's like... <laughs> we're we're figuring out this whole podcast game. It's like yeah. if you have, if you have like. If you're in a scene and, you know, with audio dramas, you want to create an image in somebody's mind. If suddenly somebody's audio quality is like not matching all the others, it goes, makes people go, whoa, wait, okay. Are they, not, are they rang in from the next room? Like, uh, you know, yeah, uh, so that, that, was, that was the only reason that uh, I didn't use your guys stuff. Uh, and as I say, I'd be happy to have you on again. Okay. I have listened lately to a few like narrative driven podcasts and like with the more frequency of you know stuff being remote and you know being in the same room being a rarity you can really start to pick out like oh this person didn't have the most secure connection and you know they sound like they're coming through from a tin can or you can definitely tell that they're in their walk-in closet or whatever mm-hmm. or or yeah when I, but when i but when i first started um some of the I would just go, oh, wow, it's somebody reading my lines. Awesome. Uh, whereas now I'm like, oh, no, okay, you know, I I just I like to keep the immersion there. And because yeah. all, the, all the regulars in the show have really good setups, it's very noticeable when somebody comes in and it's just, you know, a, you know, a laptop mic or an iPhone or something. Yes. Stick out <laughs> like a sore thumb for sure. I know. So, uh, and and people that have listened to our show all the way through, I mean, they can tell the difference in our audio quality. I mean, I used to have a little beeping noise in the background, which was highly annoying. And I, and luckily in some of the remastered, I was able to kind of eliminate a lot of that back noise, but it was still kind of there. But, um, but yeah, going forward, our, our quality is a lot better. And I, I do love this discord um recording sessions that that we've been having lately so yeah <laughs> but um all right um everybody um today's episode is episode 77 it is called round one begin or translated from japanese um pokemon league begins Waterfield. And so I'm sure everyone knows which episode this one is and which pokemon gets used in this week's episode but um, outside of that, yeah, we'll go into that. Mm. <laughs> oh, my <Lord>. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it, it, it's a water field, everybody. So what Pokemon should he have used? I'm just throwing that out there. But no, yeah, I have, some thoughts. <laughs> I have a lot of thoughts. Anybody who's ever played any of the games ever is like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, it wasn't his choice. It was a randomizer. He just kind of got he kind of got a little boned. He what? literally has an electric type walking around with him twenty four seven. Yes, wow. he he has an electric type, and and where the hell was Squirtle? But no, he <laughs> met, he he mentioned Squirtle, but then you know he's got he's got that ten year old. I guess I, yeah, yeah. I guess we're going else. into this, but like Krabby worked out fantastic. But <laughs> why was everybody in the water field using water Pokemon? 
Everybody knows if you go against the water gym leader, Misty, in the original game, you use an electric type. Ash literally has an electric type with him right there. Every single one would have been dead in one shot. They're super effective. Weakness. That's how the game works. Exactly. Exactly. I would go back to that ver- that first forest in versions red and blue just to find that one-off Pikachu that was so hard to find in that forest. But I would I would get yeah. it. I would get that Thundershock and I would go right over to Misty and I'd be ready. So, <laughs> Isn't also water weak to grass, uh, if I remember right? Yes. Uh, yes. yes. Uh, yes. Bulbasaur as well. Like, why uh, were they all just using water Pokemon? Just because it was the water arena. Okay. <laughs> so, I hate to have seen what he would have had to do on the ice field. He'd... Oh wait, <laughs> I was about to say just 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 wait until next week. Next week is fire and ice. So please tell me he doesn't pull out Charizard. <laughs> um, I th- oh, I, I'm, I I think Charizard comes towards the ending. I think Charizard is what almost cost him the entire Pokemon League. But I, I have not I have not watched um, next week's episode in quite some time, so I'm gonna watch that pretty soon. But I'm guessing I'm guessing that's um he's either gonna use he he might use Charizard or he might wh- what's another Pokemon that he can use um or stupidly use what Bulbasaur <laughs> ice isn't ice isn't a type in the original one so like right, anything right. apart from Charizard would be fine yes. So, assuming you just have to match your Pokemon to the type, I guess I they, they never said that as the rules, but maybe that is the rules that if you're in the water field, you have to use water Pokemon. If they'd said that, I'd have been, yeah, cool, but otherwise, it's like, no, use the one that's like super effective against them. That's just how you win the game. Also, shouldn't Charizard obey him now because like he has all the badges? I guess that's just the see, game. yeah, that's what I thought because I was, I was looking at it from a from a game's perspective, and it's like, okay, he has all the badges. He should clear the last hurdle. But I guess if you're if you're a dick, <laughs> a couple of pieces of tin don't don't you know, make stop em. you from being a dick. Yeah. So, all right. Um, right before we do get into the episode, um, this episode actually premiered December seventeenth, nineteen ninety eight, in Japan, and here in the states, October thirtieth. 1999 and doug my date is from 2003 um what um am i going first or second this week my brother kick it off because mine is from 2016 and i've got story time (laughs) of course all right so mine's gonna be short quick and to the point um because i wanted to do this the last time that we um did it but i did the whole walt disney purchase lucasfilm but um this this time um, this was when Wicked, the Broadway um, show, premiered in the um, Jershwin Theater starring, <laughs> I'm going to butcher her name, Edina Menzel and Kristen Chenoweth. Oh, okay. There we hey, go. You, you did better than John Travolta at the Oscars. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, I personally went to go see this play. Um, back when I was at, actually all the way back when I was in high school, um, I went to go see it in 2006, I believe, um, with my theater class and boy, that play was amazing. So I, I, I really enjoyed that play. It's, um, the prequel to Wizard of Oz. So anyone that's out there that hasn't seen this play, um, try try to dig it up somewhere. I'm sure it's on DVD or something at 
at at some point now. You would think so by now. You would have you would imagine. So yeah, I'm I'm still waiting for that. Um, I'm I'm trying to persuade my wife to go see um Harry Potter and the Cursed Child in New York, but she's like, no, they have a bunch of COVID out there. I was like, but we already had COVID. But <laughs> she she does not want to go to New York right now. So I think I might I might have to pass on that. What do you what do you have for us this week, Doug? So in 2016, on this date, October 30th. The Chicago Cubs win game five of the World Series against the <laughs> then Cleveland Indians, now the Cleveland Guardians, because, you know, PC. Um, and, I mean, I could go into excruciating detail because as soon as I saw that this day, I just had a flood of, like, memories. So I'm going to try to do the abridged version because otherwise it just becomes a, a 2016 Cubs podcast. Um <laughs> So, my family and I had gone down to visit my brother in Kentucky um, the night of Game 3. And I went out with my brother and a couple of his friends to go to a bar, um, you know, pregame. And then, you know, we went back to the house and watched the game. And, you know, they lost one to nothing. And it was like, okay, that's kind of disappointing. But, you know, one game. And then they got absolutely shithoused in Game 4. So, you know, they were t- they were tied one-to-one coming into Chicago. So, obviously, you know, they leave back for Cleveland. They're down 3-1. If they lose one more game, they're done. And, you know, you never know when you're going to get back to the World Series. And so we were heading home. And this was the night of, well, it was October. So it had to have been a Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. Okay. And... I remember you specifically, and the only reason I remember it is because you you very rarely do this anymore, but I had gone to a rest stop and, you know, get some snacks or whatever, and I came back, I had like three missed calls and two texts from you. So I'm like, what in the world? And you're like, I was just making sure that you were still coming, and I was like, well, you know, we're in Indiana, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do my best to get back. You're like, oh, okay. Um... So I got back probably about an hour before showtime. And I was like, hey, is the invite still open? And you're like, yeah, come on over. And so I grabbed a bag of chips and I got in the car and got to your place. And I walked in and you're and I remember this vividly. You're like, hey, how are you? You look tired. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And... Our good pal C-Note was there, and him and I were both kind of down because, you know, our team's down 3-1, to one, you know, it's possibly the last game. We're not watching. I think we both kind of decided we were going to go to the to, to your house because we didn't necessarily want to watch because if they were going to lose, you know. <clears throat> so we're I, – I, I'll fully admit, I was half watching the show. I was um, – Watching the score. Chris and, I, Chris and I were mostly on his phone. And the show ends, and they're winning. Uh, I believe it was three to two. Yeah, because that was the final. And you know, they're winning, and it's like the eighth inning. So you know, we say our goodbyes, and and I just I remember walking in just in time to see the final out. So we won. 
Uh, we staved off elimination, and I'm not going to go any further because I don't know when any of these other episodes are going to fall, and I have two potential dates um, that I could use, so I'm not going to spoil them, but obviously if you know, you know. Yes, you but, do. Um, so, yeah, um, if we could just wake everybody else up right now, and we can get on <laughs> to the Pokemon, because I just, I just had a bunch of memories as I was watching, because I watched the episode last night, and I was like, I should check... I should see if I could knock out my date. And it was like October 30th. And I was like, oh, shit, it's on. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you. Thank you, Doug. Yeah. It's not It's not all the time we get a nice little little story of what, what's happened in the past, especially when it comes to all of us hanging out. So thank you. But right. is, that, is everyone ready to jump on into this week's Pokemon episode? Are you ready, Carl? Yes, sure. Yeah. I, I, I will admit, I, I was really annoyed with Netflix because Netflix only go the Indigo League. I don't know if it's the same with you guys. It only goes up to like episode 44. So, oh, no. So, like, literally, you, I had to fight it on Daily Motion. So. Ooh. Oh, um, oh, you don't have you don't have access to Pokemon. Netflix literally has Netflix literally has like the uh, original Indigo for 44 episodes. And then it has the newest one, and it has Sun and Moon. Oh, oh, that sucks. Yeah, we um we we go based off of um. I wish I would have known that before. We go um. They actually have the episode on Pokemon.com. I don't I, I don't know if that's geo locked or anything. I've never tried it. Okay. Maybe. Oh, yeah, I, was, gotcha. I, was, I was thinking about that. Yeah. I, you yes. know, like South Park episodes. <laughs> is a similar thing. So, all right, let's see. Let's get on into this week's episode. And we start this week's episode actually pretty nicely with a recap of last week's episode. And they started off with almost the death of Ash Ketchum when he was getting burned by Motress's flame just to come out unscathed because apparently Motress can... um, control the temperature of its body body type but we go straight from that and um we we start this week's episode with um that they were calling for ash to come back over to the tv doug you want to take this we're calling for him to come over to the TV. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I my my thing skipped ahead. I'm so sorry. Okay, I'm no. very glad uh, that I, you know, as a kid, I'm glad I didn't get this episode uh, last week's episode because, like, you're like, oh yeah, they're finally at the Pokemon League, and then it's about them trying to steal a torch. Like nothing happens, <laughs> and then uh, one of the legendary Pokemon shows up, so it's okay. So yes. it's okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of the co-hosts on this show lied to the people and said that last week was the start of it. And I said, no, this was a filler, and they get away with it because they're around <laughs> the Pokemon League. You're like, mm-hmm. Well, well, compared to all the filler episodes that we had to go through just to get to that moment, I mean, that... Well, it's kind of like the Olympics, isn't it? Because they got the flame and they got the opening ceremony and stuff, so... Yeah, I mean, the village, I, I yeah. guess if, like, a T-Rex came back at our Olympic ceremonies, people would be pretty impressed. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So, everyone in Pallet Town is currently watching the TV. And um, they, of course, they're they're all looking at the TV and they see Ash and everyone on the TV. And Ash is like, oh, look there, it's Ash. Hi, Ash. 
as if he could hear her. I'm like, what? 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 <laughs> oh, I mean, that, I was kind of love that the cameraman like moved away from the interviewer was following the people in the background. That happens. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's a Pikachu on some on some kid's shoulder. You don't see that every day. <laughs> For real, it doesn't have a Pokeball. But um, we go straight from that to the inside of the Pokemon League, um, so that Ash can check in, and he's also going to find out who he or what field he is going to be battling in. And then Brock kind of jumps on in. Doug, you want to take this next part? So. Ash says, oh, I'd like to get checked in. And Brock immediately cuts and says, um, while he's checking in, I can check out your beautiful um, smile. <laughs> your beautiful smile. I was going to say he said figure, but I don't think that He said, I could check out your beautiful smile. He said, I could do that all day. And, and Misty pushes him out. Yeah, um, I take it they don't write Brock like this these days because this is uh, a lot. No, I don't think you could. I, I think Brock has to be either severely So it could be like, oh, it's cute. But if he's like 16 or above, yeah, this is, this is creepy. <laughs> it's he's like creepy. He's right on the line. He's like 15, 16. So it's, it's, it's creepy in, you know, 99, 2000. It'd be unacceptable now. I mean, he, um, he's a 16-year-old following a 10-year-old around on his journey. Two 10-year-olds. Yeah, that's true. Two ten euros, yes. <laughs> Misty, the gym leader in training. Um, yeah, imagine if imagine if that's how it works in the game, where you, the gym leaders just start following you around. Like, like <laughs> end of the game, you're followed around by eight to ten people, depending on if you're Gary. Uh, you just get this parade <laughs> of people behind you. So, all right, that would be a nightmare. Um, so, you know, Misty pushes Brock away. Won't be the last time this episode. I kind of enjoyed this little runner. Um, you know, <laughs> check out time for you, Brock. Um, and, yeah, so... I repeat the animation twice, I, I noticed as well, because they when he came, came back and said something, they, like, literally repeated the, the same gag with the same push and Ash's face. It was it was literally the same frames. <laughs> I, I Yeah, I, I appreciated that as well. I was like, that... You know, that's lazy, but I mean, I get it because, you know. Hey, look, I, I am adapting Power Rangers. I know all about reusing footage to power <laughs> things out. <Yeah. laughs> so, I mean, yeah. So, um, Ash gets checked in. Um, and then, you know, he's asking, he's asking this woman, you know, questions, and which is fair because it's her job. And then, but unfortunately, every question he had, Brock had an answer because he's got a book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which was weird because he like brought up the whole, you know, the, the thing about the different lands or whatever. He brought them up and then it appeared on the screen as well. So I guess his, his device is like paired to the, the, to the TV screen. Like a PowerPoint presentation. For real. And and this was, again, the as you alluded to, Carl, um, the same, basically the same frame. They, um, he brought out his book and said that um, that they get to fight on these different types of fields and it's completely random. And Misty just comes over and just was like, he asked the lady, get out of the frame, Brock. And she just like pushes him like completely off to the side. And it's now it's Ash's turn to figure out 
uh, which field he he's going to go into. Carl, do you want to you want to take this this ball right here? It's like the elimination chamber, like do 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 do. Yeah, uh, you know, you press the press the button. What were the the times? It was like earth, water, fire. Yeah, uh, there was ice, right? Yeah, yeah. Ice, yeah. Yes. It's more element. It's more elements than like I, I want to see the electric field where every time you poke them, it falls down, they get like electrocuted. It's an electrified steel cage match, like in TNA. It's- that would be very close to being uh, <laughs> dog fighting with a show. It's already very close to already. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, again, I wish they'd said, "Okay, you're fighting in the water zone, so you can only use more Pokemon." Just one little line would have been like, "Okay, cool." But the entire time, it, it, I was watching the other people fight. And they were using water. I was like, "Why?" And then they, and then he was like, "Oh, I've, I've got to use a water Pokemon." I was like, "Why use Pikachu?" He even says later on, "Oh, I'll use Pikachu as a backup." No, if you could use Pikachu, use Pikachu. Every single attack would kill a water Pokemon in one shot. That's exactly. how the game works. It, and and I and I do believe, and I'm I'm sure we'll um we'll get there, but I'm sure in the battle, um, Brock or Misty yells out to Ash. Change your Pokemon out for Pikachu, and he's like, "Nah, I got this." And just, but they were the ones earlier who were like, "Oh yeah, you've got to use a water one. Why don't you use my water Pokemon type?" Yeah. No, and I didn't. No, no. I didn't I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because Misty straight up asked Ash if if he wants to use some of her uh, water water Pokemon, and I'm sitting there going, "That can't be allowed." Yeah, yeah. But then he does. But then he does because he doesn't revoke. Oh, but that's and, his Pokemon, though. Like, and what's weird I, about it is not only is like he doesn't pick the correct thing. This like if you took a water type into Misty's gym in the original game or whoever it is in the in the subsequent games, you, you'd win, but it'd be much harder. This is teaching badly how to play the game. Is what this yeah, is happening? Yeah, for and real. it works. And yeah. if some reason this Krabby slash um, Kingler one shots everything for some reason it would have made way more sense if it was pikachu <laughs> it would have been it would have been a one two knockout but let wait oh actually no because if you think about it he had an um mandy had an ex executor didn't he that's yeah. a yeah that's a leaf type okay so no he didn't No, we have that work that works but then ash had a bulbasaur as well which is also super effective against water yeah like I have a feeling the anime writers didn't always <laughs> want to follow the game because they were otherwise it would be just be a pretty boring show, I suppose. Although they did then then again they did just have crabby one shot things, so what's the difference? <laughs> For real. They're like, Yeah, we, we don't wanna add all this extra anime in here. Let's just keep the one Pokemon there. But I mean, come on, we've only got like eighteen minutes as it is. I mean let's <laughs> not yeah. So from here because like, going from watching the earlier episodes, which were much more kind of um, plot base. I was in, I was impressed with these ones. They do actually use like the moves from the sh- from the games and does so. It's much more of a. It's almost like watching the gym battles from the the three D versions. Yes, kind of like uh, what what was that game back for the N sixty four Pokemon Stadium? Could, Pokemon uh, yeah. Stadium. That was That's the what this game. Reminded me of. <laughs> yeah, love that. So all right, so. Back in the anime, so Ash Ash gets the water stadium, and then he, she the lady is like, "Okay, and this is who you're going to be challenging." And Ash takes one look at this dude and just gets all cocky. He's like, "Oh, that's the guy I'm gonna beat," and I wouldn't be so cocky at first, Ash. I mean, I mean, it's only gonna take. Kind of my so- problem with this episode is that he's cocky and he doesn't listen to any of his friends or any of the advice. 
and he wins. <laughs> and it's a little bit like, mm, I'm not sure. I'm sure. I know he needs to progress in the tournament, but what are the lessons we're teaching here? <laughs> Screw everybody else. Do what you think. <laughs> exactly. And, and and it's a lesson I actually told my son two days ago. So we're, we were in the car and he was playing the Pokemon trading card game on his phone. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and there was some type of achievement where if he got eight wins in a row, he, he gets this like super chest in the game and it comes um, with like a bunch of Pokemon packs that he can add to his collection. And he got up to seven wins. And this boy is in the backseat of the car going, man, I am killing all these kids. He's like, I, I am unstoppable. And I was like, Jordan, I was like, just calm down. And I kid you not, he got to match eight. And then just got shitted on, and all you you <laughs> you can just hear him so pissed off. He's cheating! No, no. He's like, and then he just threw his phone on the ground, and we were like, "What's wrong?" He's like, "I lost." I was like, "See, see what happens when you get cocky." <laughs> where, where did he pick that up? <laughs> That's straight from me. <laughs> yeah. But I seem to remember. I seem to remember certain Madden games where you're like, "Well, this just this." It's not my game, first of all. I mean, if we were on my system, we'd be fine. <laughs> you know what, Doug? See, we don't we, we don't bring that up anymore. So. Okay. <laughs> so all right, back back to the advice. So there. Um. After um. He 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 looks at the guy. The lady's like, "Okay, the guy's name is, I believe, Mandy." Andy yeah. the magnificent. Which, I mean, I great progressive for the show in 1998-99 but i did not think a guy when they showed that face and said mandy i'll be honest yeah exactly i didn't look at that and was like oh that that's that that <laughs> that name fits them i mean they could have picked- mandy is like a girl's name and you know at least over here it is it, it it's i mean it is over here short too for and a, I- <laughs> short for amanda surely. yeah it definitely is i mean i've so and, and I kind of had a I mean no, there's nothing against it everybody people that are listening to this podcast it's just I they they dubbed this episode they could have named this character any any name out there and they looked at oh, him and I said yeah i have no point homophobia past the writers in the turn of the the millennium no so they 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 looked at this guy and was like mandy mandy will work Mandy the Magnificent. And just... Well, yeah, they, they clearly wanted the alliteration, so you wanted a an M name. And... How about Magnus or Maxwell Martin. or Matthew or <laughs> Any. Or... I mean, all powerful party, you can have, you can have whatever name you want to just... I, I, like I said, I just was very uh, impressed with how... Um, non-binary this this character was let's put it that way yeah i was too and she she then goes on to tell ash okay we'll be back here by one o'clock and good luck and you have to be back here by one o'clock on the dot in order on or you're basically going to be disqualified so i i do like how strict they are here in the pokemon league and then um carl i'm gonna you you want to go over this funny Team Rocket segment um, that that pops up here with the TV camera? So they're they're undercover as journalists to try and steal people's Pokemon, <laughs> uh, and they've got these armbands on that are almost like, and they stand for something. It's like the something uh, best L- police. The CN. I believe it L- was the lovely. Um, 
Champions Network or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But unfortunately, combined with Meowth's disguise, which, thank God his mustache was a bit longer, but with that <laughs> armband around his arm, yeah, I could not help but think he was dressed as Hitler. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Was not expecting that today. Uh, that that yes, they they go after this guy and they say, "Okay, what Pokemon you got?" And in the he brings up you know three normal types. Whatever he's like, Duo and um, Radicate. Like Radicate. Uh, it's for all the very basic normal ones. I mean, they're not bad Pokemon, but they're like, "Oh, they're not good enough." Um, and then they go and uh, interact with Mandy, who is basically Gambit. Um, yes, but with Pokeballs. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. 100%. <laughs> uh, yeah, a very sort of effeminate <laughs> with the flowers and stuff. And uh, with the way they've written James in the past, I thought James maybe had a thing for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. I, mean, I, I, I can enough. see that. I mean, it, it, it wouldn't surprise me these days. It. So yeah, he he's showing off his tricks to like all these spectators and he has like pokeballs and they're like dissolving into like confetti and he's just doing all these magic tricks and then he has a Pidgey just fly out of his hand just out of nowhere makes this little girl really happy. But I want to point this freaking thing out. He had a bunch of Pidgeys, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Meowth um goes on to look and say um he, he he's like i i i like this guy but i like all the pidgeotos that he has like he didn't have one pidgeotto in that frame i was like i was like did the writers not know what they were translating over and that 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 was kind of a little eh, that i had a little uh, bright- the kids the kids won't notice it's one of those ones one of the <laughs> And and also, they just crapped on a guy for having three normal types. And then they're like, oh, this guy with his Pidgeotos. That's the same thing. <laughs> well, see, but they're evolved, so they're at least a step up. But then you sit around and go, well, he had a Raticate, which is evolved. He had a yeah. Venomoth, which is evolved. Yeah. And he had a Dode. Well, he had a Dode Duo. He didn't have a Dode Trio. Yeah. So, all right, Doug, Um, this next part. So when they go to interview Mr. Um. I forgot I, uh, his name. Just Man- uh, Ma- Mandy the Mandy the Astounding. We were giving him too much credit with Mandy the Magnificent. Yeah. Um, oh, so um, it literally wasn't for the alliteration. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, we were we were trying to punch up their own material. Um, because Mandy the Magnificent would have made sense. So they go to interview him, and this is when we find out that it is the lovely, charming network, and. Uh, Mandy's uh, a little offended that they don't immediately know who he is and you know he's like I'm Mandy the Astounding and <laughs> you know Jesse kind of defends the name um, saying that it, she felt that it captured the essence of what we were trying to present and um, Mandy just kind of brushes her off and is like well um, you know if 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 you're not a reputable network, then you know, quite frankly, you're not worth my time. And he walks away, and Jesse has this good line of, you know, you better, you know, not talk smack to me, or I'll make your teeth disappear. And um, you know, like they 
the switch flips and they're like they go from being concerned about like stealing his pokemon to being like i hope somebody comes along and crushes him which, um, <laughs> you know we see play out here in a couple of minutes like ivan ooze and the you know, uh, lord zed and rita are like ah go rangers <laughs> oh, when, <laughs> when they're in the snowball and they're like, yeah. go Rangers, go! Go Rangers, we go! Recently did a, me and the cast races did a commentary on that movie. That was something. Oh, nice. <laughs> I'm I'm going to have to listen to that one. I, I would definitely 100% have to listen to that one. Did Did you do the whole full-blown commentary for the entire movie? Oh, yeah, we, we watched the whole movie and all of us talked over it. And it, it was a lot of fun hearing, like, because we basically had the equivalent cast because we had, like, our version of Rocky, Adam Aisha. Tommy, oh, and, that's and awesome. So they, they, were, they were commenting on the episode along with me just going, what, what, what? Oh, that's awesome. I'm, I'm going to sit down and listen to that. That is going on my reel for tomorrow. <laughs> so but yeah um he he <laughs> mandy looks up looks at them and uh, even though yes um as you just said but he had that one line he's like i only um talk to people that have viewers on their network and he just walks away and just jesse and james are just like this mf -er, i want you to just get crushed just like you said uh, if this was made like 20 years <laughs> later they'd be like you know be on twitch or youtube or something wouldn't they? um but yeah that the whole thing here where they they want to fight him and all that stuff although what's so astounding about mandy because you know not to spoil it but he gets pretty crushed by yeah. one by one crab yeah that that that, <laughs> that that has not been trained at all Mind just you. the way he yeah. said that. Like one crab. He just completely wiped That wasn't him. even his crab. And and the thing about it is, um, Krabby is so inexperienced and is has lives such a sheltered life in Oak's lab. It's basically that... like Gary caught a level one Krabby and then immediately put it in Bill's computer and then Oak traded it to Ash and then somehow it won all these <laughs> and because it beat the first one it got so much experience it immediately evolved well, I, I i do have to say it is ash's crabby he did catch that crabby um, <laughs> wait even even but though he, even though well, he almost got beat what's up no that's that's ash's crabby he caught him on Oak the beach something about how he's traded Gary's just traded this crappy to me or something. Oh, he? he said he said, um, you know, you're allowed to trade your Pokemon. In fact, Gary just did two for himself for his next battle. Oh, oh okay. Fair enough. I mix those kind... two. So it's Ash's level one crabby that he's just left with Professor Oak. Yeah. So unless because... Oak is like so unless Oak is like the equivalent of the daycare people on, on route, whatever it is. <laughs> uh I'm not sure how this works. This this uh level one crabby beat uh astounding marvin's oh sorry uh, mandy's amazing stuff and 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 not even just that but this is the crabby that doug has had a gripe about ever since that episode he had an extra spot on his belt and still sent um and crabby was was going to be number six and he sent crabby away back over no, to no, Professor. no 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 at the time that he caught crabby he had six because he oh. still had butterfree Oh, he yes, he did. He still had Butterfree, and then the Pokeball just vanished in thin air, right? Right, and this is when we learned about you know the the Pokemon transfer system and all that. And they said, well, 
you know, you can trade whenever you want. And then Ash gets, he got real, like, little kid. He's like, I don't want to trade my Pokemon. And then he just lets, and then, you know, later he just let Butterfree be Butterfree. And it's like, okay, go to the next Pokemon Center. You can fill that spot. Nope. He's just like, like all of them. Any other, than, other than Pikachu, he lets them all go eventually. Yeah. For the most he's part, not a, he's not a great trainer. If we get down to brass tacks on Ash Ketchum, he's not great. I don't know why we're he's a better him. he's a better animal rights person, I suppose, rather than leaving them in a computer. <laughs> uh, yeah, but how good does it speak for animal rights that he just catches fifteen Tauros in the Safari Zone? And just lets him <laughs> sit there? Which is the majority of his Pokemon that we found out a couple episodes ago. This. <laughs> why would you catch more than one? Okay. So, um, so he he so long story short, yeah, he was when he was at the uh, Pokemon, I mean um, Safari Zone, he was trying to capture other Pokemon, but every time he threw his Pokeball, a herd of Tauros would come into the frame, and the Pokeball would bounce off of one of the Tauros, and he would catch it. So, and he ended up catching like fifteen different Tauros in the Safari Zone, and didn't catch any other Pokemon there. So now Ash can <laughs> open a farm. Yeah, he, literally, he can't. Just, just have a ranch of Taurus. And that's kind of what we see, because when they visit um, Oak's lab before they head off to supposedly train, and then they end up surfing and starring in a movie, <laughs> we do see um, behind the lab, there's a nice little pasture area, and we see the herd of Taurus running around. So to be fair, at least they're not penned up. He could at least carry one of them. Yeah, he could. But I mean, and 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 he will later on because uh, I, I believe he uses one of those Toros in in a battle. So all right, so as we continue, um, this is when Ash, Misty, and Brock are walking down the walkway. Ash is kind of talking about his Squirtle, and Misty's like, "Well, you can't only have just one Water Pokemon. You can use mine if you want." And then he he starts to think to himself. And he's like, after all, he's like, water, um, Missy's like, water battles are my specialty. And Ash is like, thanks for the offer, but Squirrel can handle it um, all by himself. And then here comes Gary. <laughs> and Gary just has a big old chip on his shoulder. And he's like, so. He has a harem is what he has. A groupies, I, I guess. A groupies. I don't know if I want to Is he also 10, though? though? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I don't know if I want to think about it. They're all like full grown women or teenagers. We, me and Doug was having a talk about this um, on the last episode. I'm not sure if Gary got a late start Um, because to me, he looks like a teenager. And it, Mm. it, and I don't, I don't know. I mean, these women look a lot older than Gary. So I don't, I don't even want to go in to guess that. But I mean, Doug came up with, he's like, well, he is Professor Oak's grandson. So that probably makes him a celebrity by himself. And all these women are probably just kind of gold diggers, if you think about it. I like drop, he dropped out of school and he was 16. It was like, oh, I'm going to go and do what all the 10 year olds are doing. Yeah. When they, when they both left Pallet Town for their journey and Gary was in that sports car with all the women. Was he driving or was he being driven? He was being driven. He was being driven okay, by so, one of the older women in the, in the car. So at least one of the girls is old enough to drive. So whatever that says about what's going on here. <laughs> mm. And everyone's okay. With mm. 
Yeah, this show would make a lot more sense if they were all 16, but... <laughs> a lot less headaches. So, so um, Gary um, jumps in and he's like, so Ashy Boy, he's like, you're, you're in the um, water field first I saw. And Ash is like, yeah, well, what are you in? And he's like, I'm going to win my first battle because I'm on the ice field. And he's like, I really hope you win your first battle because it would be just terrible if you lost. And Pikachu, Pikachu's ears kind of perk up. And Ash is like, well, why is that? He's like, because I want the pleasure of beating you myself. And then, I, and then you'll see what a real Pokemon master looks like. And then we get like a little montage of him just holding up a trophy, two trophies with a winner flag right behind him, just full blown, just throwing it in Ash's face. And Ash just gets, he just gets pissed. Doug, like I thought I had confidence. Um, <laughs> and, you know, he picks his head up because he's being paged, um, you know, to the nearest phone, and. So he gets there, and we see it's Oak, and he's like, you know, is everything okay? And he's like, oh yeah, you know, we, um, you know, we saw you on TV. We just wanted to make sure that you were, that everything was okay. And um, <laughs> we get a back shot of all the people from Pallet Town with signs and stuff. <laughs> and um, you know, through Gary, um, then I guess I mean he has his fan club there, but he doesn't have a fan club at home. That's for you. For real. (laughs) And then this is where we have the discussion about, um, you know, transferring Pokemon and. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Trading Pokemon is what he said. If he had been like, oh, you can use the computer system to transfer, it'd be like, okay, cool. He said, let's trade. Now, you can do this where you trade just sending. That's not how the trading works. You're supposed to give a Pokemon for a Pokemon. That's not what happens. Exactly. I mean, there's, you, you mean there's no take a Pokemon, leave a Pokemon tray? If Oak had said, here, have, uh, I've got your Krabby, you've got a spare, you know, slot on your on your inventory, here you go. If he had been like, you know, Bill or whatever, fair enough. But he didn't. He said trade. He does say trade, yeah, which, which yeah, I mean, clearly. Which doesn't even because if, if, it's, if it's Ashes. Yeah, it's more like Oak is like the, the guys that you leave it with to level up. The, the you know the nursery people, well, the daycare people that you leave an <laughs> egg and a random Pokemon with, and you hope to get you know and a starter or whatever. You want to? And I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna continue my running joke until it gets old. Even though I'm sure to you, Doug, it's it has gotten old already. Um, but as Professor Oak is going to put Krabby back into the Pokeball, in the frame comes Mrs. Ketchum, and Ash, just like me, was like. She's there, and he's like, "Mom, what are you doing at at Professor Oak's house?" Well, we all know what she's doing over there. She's just you alone. stop that. You cut that out. They're having a watch party. There's a banner in the background. Hey, look, that everybody super- knows that's what's going on. Come, come on, come on, Doug. Honest <laughs> trailers even made that joke ten years ago. She is always there. They take vacations together. Professor Oak visits Mrs. Ketchum's house while Ash is out because she's a lonely woman. Like, come come on. <laughs> I 
<laughs> that would that would make a much better natural like rivalry if uh, Gary and Ash ended up being like stepbrothers. <laughs> oh. oh, that would be awesome. Come to find out, Gary Gary in the future, um, after he, Gary loses his second Pokemon League, decides that he wants to follow in Professor Oak's footsteps and become a um, Pokemon professor or a researcher. No, he can't. He's got to change his name. He's not a tree. <laughs> Not a tree. <laughs> I love it. Oh, for goodness sakes. Um, so yeah, we get the we get the trade discussion. Um, we get the transfer. We get the trade, which is a transfer, but whatever. Because Ash doesn't give anything to get Krabby, he just gets Krabby. Um uh we you know, Krabby um gets there safe and sound. Yeah, screw and... you, Squirrel. I've got a crab now. Hey, I've got a crab now that I've only seen for five minutes when I caught him on the beach. Yeah, um, screw the squirtle that literally gave up being in a biker gang so he could join me, and I somehow my Charizard has leveled up, but uh, my squirtle is still, you know, it's single evolution, even though I'm at the Pokemon League. You and and I use my and I use my Bulbasaur as a Swiss Army knife, and he's yet to evolve. The squirtle ever evolve? Um, no, I was just getting ready to say, um, spoiler bubble. Um, even in today's episodes, because I've watched some of the newer episodes on Netflix, Squirtle is still Squirtle, and so is Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur never evolved. Squirtle is now oh, Squirtle is now Ash is that kid. <laughs> Ash is that kid. He presses B on the evolution screen. No, he actually he got he gave up Squirtle. He gave up Squirtle to Officer Jenny, um, so that Squirtle can help train the um Squirtles like the Squirtle Squad and all the Pokemon. Uh, for right. so over there, and then Bulbasaur. Who? What did he do with Bulbasaur? He did Bulbasaur. Did Bulbasaur eventually go back to the garden? No. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna look that up. I don't have that right off. But Bulbasaur did come back, and Charizard comes back every now and then too. Um, because he ended up giving up. Charizard. They didn't get enough experience to evolve, or they just never. They. I mean, oh. That that's what it was. Um, Bulbasaur doesn't want to evolve. They um. Yeah, we saw Bulbasaur was fighting it in yeah. that episode. He was he was okay. like the only one that we've legitimately seen. He's like um, for Doctor Who, he's like David Tennant. So they have no. <laughs> yeah, staying the way I look. You know? uh, <laughs> yeah, but I, that's kind of weird. If Squ- so, Squirtle is just never rests. He just never does. So he's basically like uh, Gary Coleman. Yeah, uh, he just always, <laughs> stays a kid forever. <laughs> oh, for goodness sake! Oh boy. So, um, okay. So we finally um get the trade off, and the and Ash is walking away from um the local. I'm not even going to call it a Pokemon Center. It just looked like a place with a bunch of telephones and he's walking away from this place and then he meets up with mandy and mandy looks at him and he's like i am the astounding mandy and he's like um you're my opponent and he's asked like yep it's very nice to meet you and mandy doesn't even shake his hand when ash (laughs) puts his hand out he mandy is like he's like I'm sorry, my hands are for pokeballs, and he makes a pokeball appear out of thin air. Uh, was... Not helping with the uh, with the jokes there. <laughs> not at no. all. No, not not even a little bit. Not even. Um, not uh, even the slightest. <laughs> boy, 
I'm, 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 I'm sure his hands are for pokeballs, but uh, <laughs> he's become quite a custom to at least two of them. Um, so, but Misty gets pissed. She's like, it wouldn't hurt to shake hands before your Pokemon match, and Tokapi is all, uh, is all happy, and freaking Mandy is like. That's an unfortunate word. I'm afraid your eager little friend will be no match for me and just walks away. And he's like, lovely meeting. Again, gets beat inexplicably <laughs> one shot every time by a crab. Yeah, by a crab. <laughs> to be fair, it's basically like two crabs because that crab evolves as soon as it hits fresh air. Yeah, because it, it was like a level one that beat like a level 20. That's how it works in the game. It just immediately gets so much experience it just evolves. Yeah, you, oh. remember that episode, Doug, with Paris? Yeah, yeah. Paris had no experience and just it thought it was the shit and then finally evolved into a parasect. So... But Ash gets pissed off. He's like, he's like, he just talked himself into the toughest match of his life. And Pikachu is like, yeah, Pika. And then we go into a nice little frame of them eating. Um, and then they're trying to come up with a plan for what Ash is going to do in the Pokemon League. Uh, Carl, you want you want to take this part right here? Yeah, he's basically, they're just like, yeah, I mean, Krabby's untested. You, you sure you don't want to use, like, my star means? Like, no. But, and again, this entire time, I'm just like, just use Pikachu. Just use Pikachu. You will just win straight away. Like, I I don't know. Um, <laughs> and, and then, basically, he gets Paige to go to the fight, right? Yes. And the two guys that are fighting don't get names. Like when they when the um they're called up, it's like, oh, it's Ash Ketchum and it's Mandy. Before that, it's like, and the green guy wins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they. Oh no, it was Gary. He looks over at the screen, and Gary had just won his first battle, and Ash is just. He's like, oh, oh, Gary won, and Gary's like, he's like, well, naturally, um. Naturally, winning to me is is very important as he's being interviewed. He's like, of course, in every Pokemon match, there has to be a winner and there has to be a loser. And the trainers I know are all real losers. And I was like, damn, on national TV, just putting another snipe at Ash because <laughs> he's basically calling Ash a loser from Pallet Town. I was like, damn. <laughs> Then, I feel know. like he would have met a lot more, though. You know, every time he walks up a road and somebody meets eye contact with somebody. Yes. <laughs> Let's fight. So. That's how the games work. You couldn't, you could barely walk 10 steps without running into a battle, especially when you first start. Yeah. I know. <clears throat> the, the beginning don't of. Contact, don't make eye contact. Let's fight. Oh, God <laughs> damn it. That's why I like these new Pokemon games for the Switch, because you can see the Pokemon before you battle it, and you can at least avoid the Pokemon if you're trying to get to a certain spot. Just walk around the Pokemon. Like, I think I brought this up last time, but like, how do regular people survive in this world? Do they just go into the grass and they're just mowing the lawn and they get attacked <laughs> by, by birds and have their eyes picked out? <laughs> There's old man Johnson. He got jumped by the Spearow again. <laughs> So, and then we get to the Who's That Pokemon, and it's Nidoran, and Doug, you want to go to um, the next scene. So, this is where, sorry, this is, sorry, just to say, this is where the guys are in it with the, where they don't get names. This is the bit here. 
Yes. Yeah. A couple <laughs> of very plain looking guys. One guy's in a like a a blue, just like a button up, and one guy's just in a purple shirt. And we see that the the green trainer is using a seeking. <laughs> they literally say on the announcer, "The green trainer wins." Yeah, the wow, green okay. trainer wins because we don't have we don't have time to. Flesh the writers this out. could just have made any name there, and it would have. I mean, we've only got 10 more minutes in the episode. We still got to do Pikachu's jukebox. We don't have time to be fleshing out these ancillary characters. Um, <laughs> just, just just write a name instead of Green Player or whatever. For real. But, um, so we see Ash is getting ready. He's in the wings and he's he's kind of, well, he's starting to shake and Misty calls him out on it. And he goes, I'm not shaking. That's the stadium shaking. <laughs> and, and Brock is like, I can go for a chocolate shake. <laughs> and Misty's like, well, then... Freaking go. <laughs> so Misty says her line about telling Brock to go get his chocolate shake. And then we see this bright white light. Like Ash is literally walking into Mecca. Um, and, um, you know, he walks out there and, you know, we see the scoreboard with Mandy and Ash and we're about to get down to it. Yep, and then Ash finally gets out there, and they're getting ready. And Mandy and Ash are getting ready to throw out their first Pokemon. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, we hear, "Hey, twerk!" And Ash is like, "What the hell was that?" And he looks up into the into the booth, and there's Jesse and James on the on the telecom. She and she's like, "Listen up, kid, we're on your side this time, so you better." Um, you better dump that skunk and put some spank and leave him spunk. And Brock and and Missy are like they're cheering for Ash, and he's like, "Let's see." Oh yeah, they, um, Jesse, James, and Meowth—they're all like, "Yeah, we're rooting for this little punk because that guy is a is a joke." And then all the Officer Jennies come into frame and i want to point out in this frame that they actually did a good job with the officer jennies and having them all kind of look different with their hats because each one of the officer jennies has a different symbol on on her hat to signify that they are all different so i, so just, I guess there's just a crime spree across this island now because there's no policeman in any of those towns they're all surrounding the stadium um <laughs> So yeah, team. Yeah, so why didn't they just? Why didn't they just like stay in the stands? Because doing this is what gets them arrested. Yeah, for real. <laughs> they just yelled that from the front row. But... Because this is can this is Canto Team Rocket. They can't also, I was very yet. impressed that they didn't do the uh, introduction that they do in every single episode. They never like revealed them and went, "Oh, it's actually me." You did the whole um, poetry thing. No, they they Oh, I never I never clocked that. Yeah. They they were more mad as they're getting carried out. They're like, "How did they see through our disguise?" And then they were like, "Looks like Team Rocket is being carted off again." I was like, "Oh, funny line." Boom, boom. <laughs> I suppose it's like um like in the end of season 1 of Power Rangers where eventually they just start showing like a split screen of all the swords forms like, you've seen it now you know what happens like we don't just show you the whole thing and then <laughs> we're, out not, we're not gonna run that clip of animation we got stuff to do <laughs> or or in the power rangers where they would instead of like when they're morphing into their their own stage 
I, I noticed in the later episodes, they ran through all of those, like the like the pink all the way up to Jason or Tommy. They ran through that extra quick. Like each person only got like a millisecond to save their animal and they were off to the mm. next one. Like in the original episodes, they got a full blown like two or three seconds, like Mastodon, Pterodactyl. Like, but. Yeah. But they they ran through that. When we shot it all, where they were only like um, undershirt vests for some reason. Oh, when the new guys came in. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, um, all right. Let, let let's actually get on into the battle. So it looks like um, they start off the battle with Executor and with Krabby. Um, do you want you? Yeah, we are. Like rewarding ban, like I know he loses, but he's going into a water fight against a water Pokemon, and he brings out a grass one. Like he deserves to lose. Yes, for real. He sh- he should have had the upper hand, and he had an evolved Pokemon. So yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I did he literally think that all Executor would have had to do, or yeah, was literally step. I mean, because. If you were going on a sheer um, size perspective, yeah. But then once you factor in attacks, I mean, Krabby's yeah, so grass small. is super weak to grass is super weak to the stage. So let's yes. bring out grass one as my first Pokemon. Fantastic, well done. Because he's he's so tall, really, and he'll just step on him. Um, <laughs> so Misty is talking shit on this whole thing. You know, Krabby's barely battled. You know, what are you doing? If you're going to do that, you could have at least called out Squirtle. Um, under her breath, well, loud enough for Brock to hear. The worst part is it works. That's the dumb thing. He, like, ignores everybody who works. <laughs> because, you uh, see, Ash has grit. He he knows, he sees your tactics, and he spits in their eye. You know, I mean... If it wasn't for the fact I didn't know that he doesn't win this for like twenty years, um, I I would say he's got plot armor. Yeah, he's literally been in every single Pokemon League and finally got lucky. I still need to watch that battle, by the way. I I want to see that Pokemon League episodes. I still have yet to watch those. He doesn't, and he doesn't age somehow. So he's gone through all these different generations of Pokemon, but he he should be like thirty by now. No, well, that's oh. just that's just par for the course in animation. I mean, the Simpsons kids have been ten and eight for thirty-two years. Yeah, I was about to say Ash is um, in the new episodes. They made a a perfect um, statement saying Ash is still ten. He's still ten. He he hasn't even grown one year. He they they couldn't they could have made him. So a in leather. a year, in a year, he's done every single Pokemon Island there's ever been. Yes, exactly. A long year. Um, <laughs> a very long year. All right, because there's over, there's over, th- there's thousands of episodes of Pokemon now, and you're telling yeah. me each each one of those is not a day? Come on, come on. I mean, for God's sake, you spent like five days on Mewtwo Island battling Mewtwo. Let's let, come on. Yeah, but that didn't happen. Remember? <laughs> yeah, for all a fever dream. He was attacked by like the first Pidgeotto he, he fought, and he's been fever dreaming this entire season. <laughs> <laughs> so, in the Pokemon, um, so we have Krabby and we have Executor, and Mandy looks out. And he's like Executor, side wave now, and Executor does it, and it, it skims through the water and. Um, Ash is like, 
uh, dive into the water and then harden. And Krabby does what he says. And Krabby should should just sink, right? (laughs) Yes. For real. Well, he kind of does because he he jumps in the water and you just see him just sink into the bottom. Like, you are such a dumb crab. But (laughs) the hero... They haven't done the whole thing where, like, you know how they say their names. Krabby, for some reason, is the cookie monster. And and so it's even more so when he evolves. He's going cookie, cookie, cookie. And when he evolves, he sounds like the cookie monster going, cookie, cookie, cookie. (laughs) And now I'm not going to be able to unhear it. I'm not going to be able to unsee that now. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, So poor Krabby gets literally tossed in a whirlpool. And, you know, he's, by all logic, he should be done. And in mid-world right? Well, no, they want him to. They're like, "Oh, switch it out." Krabby's sunk. I think. It, I think he does try, but they say something like the whirlpool is stopping him. Yeah, because um, when when he, I I blame Krabby on this. So the water, at as they animated this episode, so the water is spinning around Krabby. Krabby got the bright idea to jump into the whirlpool. The the whirlpool. No, was... he got no. He got sucked into it. Now. No, 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 no. I I I clearly see a jump. He th- this little dumb crab he got jumped. Pushed. In. <laughs> you can't ever blame the Pokemon. You go blame the trainer. The trainer told him to harden and then sink. Yeah, as like his first move. Fucked him from jump. All right, all right. So he got sucked in. So he he gets sucked into the whirlpool, and the whirlpool is just twirling him around in circles and circles and this crabby acts like he has the brain of misty psyduck and it doesn't get hurt at all in this whirlpool let's 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 point that out number one like it it's one of those arena effects that just like make it harder to attack yeah so and then at this point um what was the next move egg bomb egg bomb (laughs) and he tells one hits (laughs) <laughs> and he tells Executor to use egg bombs so the eggs fly into the air and they go down and they start splashing in the water and Ash tries to call Krabby back but he is unsuccessful because the wave is way too or the whirlpool is way too fast for him and wow. and then the announcer uh, makes note of um, while Executor is standing there the water is splashing Executor but he must be super trained because it's not affecting him at all. Carl, you want to go over this next part? Yeah, what, like the the executor, the grass type. I guess he was weak and white because you shouldn't. Because then immediately, like Krabby gets out of the whirlpool and claps onto him and wins. <laughs> yeah, with a vice grip. Yeah, yeah. Grip, and then what's the what move does he use? Executor tries to use hypnosis, but he fails. So, right. like again, this trainer, the amazing or whatever the hell he's called, called out a grass type in a water zone to fight a water Pokemon. Did more damage to himself than anything the Krabby did, and then it got white one hitted. Yeah, and it, the poor executor gets curb stomped, and I, I won't hear anything. Yeah, I'm pretty else. sure all of his life bar was taken by his own <laughs> attack that his trainer right. told him to do. And... Yeah, he got. He, he, let, let's not. Let's also um, point out that 
this really experienced executor got caught off guard by a Lear attack from a level one Krabby. Yeah. And because he was so damaged from the water, because he's a grass type and it's super effective, that's why Krabby wins, which then immediately levels Krabby up to like level 20, which is why he evolves. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it's at this point, Krabby falls. And as you said, Carl, the life bar just goes down. We get the little swirlies on the eyes and Krabby is now your winner. And then from here, immediately evolves into a Kingler, which is not against the rules, everybody. Which again, it doesn't change what it says. It just now sounds more like the Cookie Monster saying "Cookie, Cookie, 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 Cookie." cookie. <laughs> a deeper voice. So, exactly like Cookie Monster. So now Ash has been rewarded with his by his um, stubbornness and his ignorance, and so now he's got a, the trainer he's facing is an idiot. Who splashed his own water type and killed his own type with his own arena effects? And then, and then he doubles <laughs> down on the fact that it was a boneheaded mistake because he throws out a Cedra. Who, if he'd have thrown out in the first place, that Cedra would have had Krabby for lunch, and then we wouldn't be having this discussion. For real. <laughs> but well, 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 maybe. Maybe no, he would have had no, he would have had him for lunch. There's no, yeah. Now, now Krabby's like level twenty because he beat level twenty. He got so much experience now. That's why he leveled up. So, so I mean, now um, Mandy has thrown away any advantage he would have had because now we're on level footing. Because obviously, I mean, they're Cedra... both idiots in this fight. The way the fight could have gone <laughs> as we've been the entire time is Pikachu, zap, Pikachu, zap, Pikachu, zap, fight over. But that's not what happens. Ash just wins for being less of an idiot. For real. All he, he had, all he had to use was this Krabby, his Squirtle, and then Pikachu at the very end. I, I think that would have made this episode so much better. I mean, I'm sitting here laughing with you guys going over it, but we could have had... Ash get down to his final Pokemon. He sends in Pikachu, and then he wins because electric and water don't mix. And I mean, that would that... Pikachu's one attack would have like electrified the entire stage. <laughs> yeah, they could have blown up the water with the with how experienced um, Ash's Pikachu is. So let's let's not throw that away either. But so. Uh... So it's Kingler versus Cedra. Mandy is down one and. Cedra uh, is using its agility to his advantage, um, dodging all of Kingler's water gun attempts. Yes. And think, oh, um, you know, Kingler's on the back foot because, you know, he's dodging the bubble attacks now. And, you know, Kingler being just evolved, it's kind of the. It's still kind of slow. It's it's the um it's the Lieutenant Surge's Raichu effect. How Lieutenant Surge basically Evolved. jumped to do, to do the evolution, so Raichu never picked up um the agility he would have picked up had he stayed Pikachu and gotten a little more experience that way. But but, but of course Ash gets lucky again and. <laughs> Kingler got that one bubble bubble beam on Cedra and just sends Cedra flying into the air. And he's like, Kingler, crab hammer attack now. And then Kingler jumps up, crab hammer, done. 
It, Done. <laughs> two attacks, and I mean, wh- how did this guy get gym badges? I, I'm just kind of wondering. <laughs> <Magic tricks. laughs> he did all his magic tricks, and while they were distracted, he plucked them out of their pockets. Oh, and he slept with all the gym leaders. Oh, well, oh, that's Brock's move. No, or Brock. Brock I, I was about to say that's Gary's move. Brock. Brock attempts, but he gets shut down every single time. Now, how do how do you how do you think Gary got those two extra ones? Because <laughs> we're getting ready, hey Doug, we're getting ready to go into where Brock leaves Ash to go with that one professor, Professor Ivy, and then when he comes back, he's like, "Yeah, I don't want to talk about Professor Ivy. I have my i I have my <laughs> assumptions as to what happened inside of there." <laughs> but is Ivy, is Ivy a, a guy or a woman? Um, it's a woman, but there's theories oh. out there on Reddit that um, Professor Ivy ended up being a man and Brock ended up leaving because when Brock leaves and comes back with Ash, every time Professor Ivy is brought up, Brock is like, oh, that name. I don't want to talk oh, about it. Oh, she had it. like a hardcore like BDSM video or something. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I don't know. I think Brock would be into that. I think. <laughs> things you'd never thought you'd hear on a pokemon podcast folks i know <laughs> so all right um carl oh so because i uh i, I kind of took the last one you want to go into um the, the next part of this battle with um kingler versus um uh, mandy's third and final pokemon yeah uh it's another water type um what, what was the third one Golbat. Uh, yeah Golbat. A- Oh no! It wasn't again. It was a gold bat, which um, which immediately like okay, you've won. <laughs> like, you know, just use your poison attacks. There we go. Uh, fly around a bit. You can't even uh, beat them on the stage. But uh, somehow the same as how he jumped up to grab the seizure that was flying, he also managed to tag the gold bat. I think because the gold bat like dived on, uh, yeah. toward him, and he was just like run and grabbed him and killed him. <laughs> um, again, just use the gust attacks or the poison attacks or. Anything else? This trainer, I have no idea how you got this far. Yeah, he's not not a good trainer. He's he's just not not at all. Because even Brock says he's like, oh man, Kingler is in trouble. Um, you he he should have an advantage because Kingler is weak against flying attacks. So yeah, in my head I was like, oh, he'll call back Krabby and bring out like Pidgeotto, right? Nah, 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 nah. no, not at all. They get out of it. <laughs> that would have been like an air battle or something. And this is when they they yell out, "Ash, Kingler is weak against flying attacks. Take back Kingler and send out Pikachu." They literally say, "Send out." Yeah, Pikachu. you know, you know who's super effective against you know Golbats? Pikachu. It oh, <laughs> it, it, right it 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 would have been the perfect combination because you got um, a a flying type. Well, in this in this game, I, I'm did they what was Zubat a poison um, Pokemon or a flying Pokemon? I know it's a flying it's poison. Fine. I think now. it was a normal normal poison, right? I thought it was a okay. Pokemon. That that's what I thought. Um, so either I, way, every single Pokemon this gym leader had Pikachu could have beaten him one shot. Exactly, he was stood there the entire fight, surrounded by water. I I wish I was a fly on the wall in Gary's room watching this fight. Because he's like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> no, Gary's watching this battle. So, because he's surrounded by water, which, um, if you 
just send any electricity into this water. You can shoot up the water with electricity and hit the Golbat, or you can just hit the Golbat with electricity attack and freaking fry it and just be done. But no, let's let's fight. Or the other trainer could be an idiot and have it dive towards the pincers. Right. Yes. But what what does Ash do? He sends Kingler into the water, and Golbat goes in and just flies down and. He's like, vice grip now. And he catches Golbat. But Golbat um, literally gets caught, flies out of the grasp of the claw. And then he's like, Golbat, razor wind. And it just takes Kingler. Shouldn't Kingler have been fainted by now? Because Kingler has finished off two other Pokemon and he's still battling. He should be tired as hell. Yeah, but in, I don't think he ever got hit by like the whirlwind, which Yeah, he never he never got hit by the Seedra. Like he was he, whirled around while why Executor was splashed by his own effect. Like true. he was just in the whirlpool, that didn't hurt him. But, but yeah. Uh, and I, and I how would evolution how would evolution work? Because like does does an evolution mid battle, does that Yeah, that's not how that's supposed to work. But um, I'm pretty sure that's like a a disqualification. Like immediately, if it evolves, no, get off the field, switch it out. You didn't, you didn't process the paperwork for that one. Didn't Um, process the paperwork. You said you were bringing a crabby. Not uh, I I didn't check the evolution box. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, Um, so I have have... literally again. He literally dives his goal back into the water, eliminating ever any advantage he would have. And I have a problem with this next one. So um, I, I want to know how much training um, Krabby has done with Professor Oak because Mandy tells Golbat, use your Mega Drain. And as he's getting ready to use Mega Drain, um, Ash tells Kingler to use Hyper Beam. Where the hell <laughs> did, King, uh... did Kingler learn Hyper Beam? Because in the anime... They got to train with these moves. So was Professor Oak teaching Hyper Beam to both get both Gary and Ash's Krabby just on his Can spare Krabby time? even learn Hydra Beam? <laughs> like in the game? I'm pretty sure he can't. I'm pretty sure that's like a like a Dragonite move. For real. How and, does Ash know what that even is? Exactly. So I have so many questions that do not get answered. What should have happened here is Ash should have gone, use Hyper Beam and Krabby should have just looked at him like, what? Hyper beam. <laughs> yeah, well, what is a hyper beam? But of course he gets the hyper beam. He hits Golbat with it and just fries Golbat. Golbat falls into the water. Well, no, he falls onto oh, the he stage. He falls on the stage, yeah. And he's fainted. And they're like, Golbat is unable to um to continue. The victory goes to the team of Ash and Kingler. Not not Red and Kingler. I'm just it's Ash and Kingler. Just to throw yeah. that out there again the announcements <laughs> made no sense in the first between the battle that there was on before and this one if they just heard somebody's name there it would <laughs> they don't care <laughs> 10 year olds are watching it right yeah they're here to see coming ash down, they're coming down off the sugar high we got to keep this moving there is gary and ash and ash's opponent and red shirts yep so <laughs> So Ash wins this battle with one Pokemon. One Pokemon, everybody. He um Krabby into Kingler and just crushed. Um, Kingler should just be like one of his best Pokemon he keeps for like forever now, right? 
For real. Yes. I mean, at this point, I would think Kingler is better than his damn Squirtle. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, well, because by all logic, Squirtle should at the very minimum be a very high level War Turtle. Yeah, yeah, really. Unless Ash is just literally that kid pressing B. I, yeah, I don't, I don't understand. I mean, I I get you know sentimental value, but at a certain point, I don't want to be running around with a level. Ash, do you want Squirtle. a cute one or do you want a war tank of water? <laughs> Do you want yeah. a turtle tank? You've yeah. seen Blastoise. You know what can happen. <laughs> you should tell Squirtle and pump him up and just say, evolve into this big Pokemon and you will be unstoppable. But no. You're going to go through this weird growing phase where he looks like four, but like... <laughs> just think about Hydro Pump, for goodness sakes. Think about the cannon, Squirtle. Think about the cannon. <laughs> you get a cannon, but... At this at this time, um, Mandy kind of um, gets on all fours, and he's like, "Oh, I've lost! I can't believe I've lost!" Ash is celebrating. He's like, "I did it! I did it!" And he's being congratulated by Misty and Brock and Togepi. And Ash jumps over and gives Big Old Kingler a big old hug. All right, so and I have a I have a problem with this this scene too. And and people are like, well, why are you tearing this episode apart like this? Because it makes no sense. Ash's Krabby was the smaller of two Krabbies between his and Gary's, right? Mm. So it evolves into Kingler. Shouldn't it still be a smaller Kingler? He goes and gives this Kingler a hug. And this Kingler is almost three times the size of Ash now. And well, this thing was, wasn't even bigger than his shoe. A oh, yeah. But, you know? but my my... My rationale to that is Kingler has to have a a baseline size. Uh. If if a Pokemon evolves and stayed the size it is, you'd have a bunch of like small um Blastoise that are like the size of a yeah. square. Yeah. I mean I so, get uh, that, but I'm living in a in a day and age now where when you get when you actually catch Pokemon in the Pokemon game they all have sizes, and even though if you catch an extra small Pokemon, when it evolves, it's still an extra small Pokemon. It might be a little bigger, but it's still yeah, an extra like, small Pokemon. This was before that was invented, and also really, right. until like the last ten, you know, five years, there were just sprites on a screen that just said they're smaller. Yeah, you guys I mean, are right. You'd be here all oh, day. Like, I'm not, like, I we make fun and pull apart the logic sometimes because we're adults watching a kid's show and it's just <laughs> fun to do. But we want to hold the show to at least following the rules of Pokemon, the games, the card games, all that stuff. Yeah. Because they're not following those rules. What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing here, really? For real. So, but um, we do go through a few montages of of everybody from Pallet Town. They are celebrating. Team Rocket um, is looking on. They're like, yeah, um, well, I say um, he he beat him and he swiped him and good for him. And there he's he's Meowth is just happy and Jesse and James are like, yeah, you're right, you're right. And are they be in jail? Yeah, they should. Yeah, well, they were they were just. How did they get back? I think they got they they just got kicked out of the stadium. No, so they should just never be able to attend these events ever again, right? Yeah, for real. 
I feel like their faces and Team Rocket should just be like, their faces should just be on every billboard. Do not let these people in. They will try and steal. Yeah, Yeah, they should be on every billboard. There should be a poster up on each of each of them in every Pokemon Center. Um, Just like the very first episode. Right. (laughs) But um, Brock does point out, though, um, just like in the NFL, he says... Um, winners in the Pokemon League should conduct themselves with dignity and restraint. So no over-celebrating after you win. Even yeah, and, um, and, as Ash is over in front of the camera just dancing back and forth. <laughs> I hope this is setting him up for... I know, obviously, he doesn't win this league, but like I hope it's setting him for a big fail because, again, he ignores everybody, it works out, and then he over... Like, he does this. It's height <laughs> of hubris, this is. But, um... But yeah, the, that's literally how we end this week's episode. Ash is dancing in front of the camera. Misty is like, oh, dignity, um, with restraint and dignity, huh? And then Pikachu is like, oh, yeah, that's my trainer. And then we, we go off and it's a to be continued. That's this week's episode. So that was match one in the Pokemon League, everybody. What an episode. Lived up to the hype, I would say. Yeah, for a lot better than like the previous episode was very silly and and more jagged. This was more kind of based around the combat, which I enjoyed. They didn't follow the rules of the combat; it made not much sense. <laughs> at least we got to see the moves and the and the variety of Pokemon and stuff. So it was, that was at least cool. Absolutely, Doug. What would you give this on your Dougal meter for episodes? Um, you know what? This is probably like a four and a half. I mean, there was it was it was battles. Um, there were some funny lines. There was some evolution. Um, it had everything. You know, we, had, <laughs> you know, we didn't we didn't get any um, Team Rocket nonsense where they were like trying to disrupt the battle, and they had to. Other than interrupting Ash in his backswing, throwing out Krabby the first time, there was no uh, Team Rocket BS. Um, yeah, Team Rocket is pretty tame. Um, when it comes to the Pokemon League, um, outside of like, outside they're of they're not getting season. in after they tried to steal the torch, right? Yeah, <laughs> they're not getting anywhere right. close. So, um, what 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 would you give this on a one to five, um, Carl? Episode, it was a solid three, I'd say. I think I enjoyed it. it. It was fun seeing a lot of these moves come to life from you know the games and stuff because the games are the things that I've played more as an adult rather than watching this anime. So it's cool to go back and see. Oh, that's that, that's that move you know done in animation. Um, but again, as we as we pointed out, it I feel like I know the the shows want to do their own thing, but I feel like they should also be teaching the kids how to play the game properly. Um, and this doesn't do that. <laughs> Not <laughs> at just, all. <laughs> like if you do what they do in this, you would you would have you'd probably grind your way through it eventually, but it wouldn't work. Yeah, you you would be very upset at this game if you were playing the game the way that they do it in the anime. Yeah, it's so, right, I'm going up against though. Misty. I've got to get all water Pokemon. No, no, don't do it. <laughs> um, for me, I'm going to give it a solid four myself. Uh, so Doug, you have four and a half. I'm going to give it a four. Um, I, I liked everything. I do like, I did like the battling. I did like, um, the poking fun that Gary had in this episode and then Gary calling him out on national TV. And then, um, in, in solo words, I mean, it was funny to see Ash just squat squash this guy that was just mean to everybody and mean to team rocket, even though he didn't know who team rocket was. So 
but yeah um but yeah everybody um that was this week's episode it is now time real quick to open up my latest pokemon pack and let's see what i end up getting i am opening up a sword and shield fusion strike pack and Carl, um, what I like to do um, when we have guests, because um, normally I do it with Doug, is um, to have you guess um, what energy um, I'm getting ready to flip over on my Pokemon trading cards. So what what energy are you going to call out for, for me this week? Uh, let's go with the water. Water? It is a water. All right. There we go. I have a water energy. I have a trainer, spongy glove. A Corsifier, a Sand Slash, a a Kufent. I, I I hope I pronounced that right. A Gligar, a Slugma, a Skitty, a Phalanx, a Grappalop, and my rare is a Gudra. It's fuck. It's a dud pack. But all right. But that is my pack this week. Um, before we do end up signing off, Carl, do you want to tell our audience where they can find you and um, any of your any of your ventures that you have out there? Yeah, you can just uh, find me on Cypher Inc. on YouTube, um, named after the Pokemon, because um, it, it was something I think I explained it in the last uh, episode that I did. It just came from something me and my friend did. And it just kind of became our production name. So, yeah, Cypher Inc. on YouTube. Um, and also on Facebook, Twitter, and Discord, and all that kind of stuff. We've got an open Discord group. Uh, you've just got to uh, get me to send you the link. If you if the link that I've posted up lately doesn't work, just get me to send it to you, and you can join our uh, Discord group that's to do with all of our shows. It's got people chatting on there with the actors and the fans and all that sort of stuff. So. Awesome. Well, thank you. And uh, Doug, do you have anything else to say this week before we sign off? I don't believe so. All right. Well, then say goodbye, Doug. Bye, Doug. All right, everybody. And I want to thank you again, Carl, for coming on this week's episode. Don't miss next week's episode because we do have another guest. But make sure you tune in next week. It is called Fire and Ice, the, the next episode in the Pokemon League. So have a good night, everybody. And I will catch you next week.